Alright guys, how you doing? Should I say, guten tag, guten abend, from Vienna, where I just spoke at the conference of the Austrian School of Economics. It's not that cool here. In order to dine anywhere, you need to show a recent PCR test or proof of vaccination. In fact, a woman was extremely apologetic for asking me to leave and offering a takeout and she said that the police had just been in yesterday. I mean, obviously there's no murderers or rapists to catch anymore in Austria. Yeah, so there's big fines for establishments or, or diners who don't conform. People just accept it. Oh man, did I ever have a shit show getting here. Um, first of all, I was taking the bus from Austin to Houston... And just before I left, I got a text saying it was delayed by two hours. So I did some work and then I jumped in an Uber two hours later and got a text to say that it was cancelled. And then I had to book another bus that didn't go direct. It was a Greyhound. And then that was delayed. And by the time I actually got to Houston, it was so late. Um, I just needed to get... um a quick bite to eat, which I wolfed down. Stefan Kinsella, I left my, my stuff at his house. And then I headed to the airport. I was pretty amazed by how smoothly getting through security and everything was. But then I got on the plane for an hour, still hadn't left, and they turned the entertainment system off. And then after another hour, they told us to evacuate into the terminal. So we're sitting in the terminal another hour and then they tell us, oh, well, we'll have some food for you in 10 minutes. And after a half an hour, I'm wondering, when's the food coming? And eventually, after two hours in the terminal, they tell us that the plane's cancelled. So, you know, they put me up in an airport hotel. It was 3.15 by the time I got to bed. So I took a, a mental health day the next day and just chilled while I was getting ready to go on the plane. Same time next night, they didn't schedule one for the morning. So 9.15, I'm, I'm ready to fly again. And another, again, three hours on the plane. <laughs> it did take off this time at least, but of course I, I, I was so delayed that I missed my transfer in Istanbul. So they had to put me up a hotel again. And uh, I missed the whole first day of activities. There was a walking tour, you know, a meet and greet where everyone was drinking and eating, I guess. I uh, missed that. Came in the next morning and got uh, to the conference for the for the afternoon. So if you've been paying attention to the podcast, you'll notice that these things seem to happen to me a disproportionate amount of times. But not all of my luck is bad because on my journey... I meet lots of amazing people. And one of these amazing people that I met, first I met her at the LP convention in Denver, Colorado. I was not aware that she was a Twitter star. Forest Mommy is her handle on Twitter. You maybe have followed her for longer than I have. Anyway, this is a live stream we did for her YouTube channel when I was in Denver. You might want to watch it because some of the humor is visual. But if you're hanging out in the car, this version will do. I hope you enjoy episode 197 of the Scottish Liberty Podcast. The live stream has begun. It started. You guys at home, take a minute or two. She's got a tweet. Got a tweet too. She's got a tweet out. Tweet already. Tweet. I'm doing it as fast as I can. My aunt. Well, look, motherfucker's trying to claim me. Who? Who? Who are you? Oh, sorry, I confused you. Hi, people. I'm gonna retweet. Yeah, I just tweeted it. Like I'm still too. Well, I guess I am an angel, so if I'm bright, you're rather angelic. It's because I'm Oh. Okay, we are hilarious, as you can see, as you can tell, plus adorbs. I think that's an appropriate thing for me to tweet. We're going to dance. 
bants. You only came for the bants. It's, it's hard to speak when there's like zero people in the room. That yeah. makes me feel like no one. Well, we can start somewhere. Should we just start? Well, it's your show, so. <laughs> this is my show. It's her show. I'm the boss. She's the boss. Um, Tell me about your weekend from like the minute you got there. Okay. To Tom Woods thing. So I went to, by the way, Colorado, like Denver Air, airport is. Huge. It's just bad. It's like, it's a, it's a poorly coordinated affair. So let me think, can I actually remember what happened? Um, someone dropped well, you I, off at the wrong side. Mm, yeah, someone dropped me off at the airport at the wrong... Um, Just the wrong end. It wasn't the wrong side, at least, completely. <laughs> that could happen. That can happen. There's two terminals, east and west. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same, but yeah, I mean, it would still be a pain in the ass to walk all the way across. So anyways, sorry. Yeah, there's some... Um, but I dropped you off at the... In the end, where Southwest actually was, there was, like, no cars there. We would have had plenty of room to park. Right. <laughs> Can I drop you off at the wrong, completely wrong end? <laughs> oh. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, then the rest of it's a blur. <laughs> the end <laughs> of the story. Was that Friday night when... No, okay. So I went down to, um, I flew to Miami and I stayed, I stayed overnight in a terrible hostel in um, uh, Little Cuba. But I love Little Cuba. Um, it's like, it's got a little bit of atmosphere and uh, it's the second time I've been there. I think that it's kind of like, it's got its own, like, Miami is exactly the kind of city that I thought I, didn't, I wouldn't like. I thought it'd be like a tacky place. I've been once before, but not for very long, just a couple of days. Um, I end up in Fort... I like Florida in general. I just thought it'd be really tacky. And people are like, oh, you might as well go to Mexico. But that's totally untrue. All the Mexicans are in like Los Angeles and Houston, right? Everyone that goes to... Um, to Miami is like from uh, Venezuela, Colombia, um, um, Chile. Um, sorry, I'm doing that fucking uh, Acacia Cortez thing where she uh, she's like she's like blah 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 Puerto Rico. <laughs> like <laughs> she goes from her like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyway, um. Or, um uh, so so actually, it's like everyone comes from South America to um, Miami, Cuba, obviously, Cuba. Uh, you were correct to point that out. Um, the so anyway, it's so much so that someone told someone there told me she was she was visiting from LA, not this time, the time before, and she actually she said she much prefers to be in Miami than LA because she feels more at home because. Everyone's South American, the Hispanic people are South American rather than Mexican. So I know to you they all sound the same or look the same or whatever but it is. I'm but not that unworldly. Not one. you. I mean, oh. the fucking Philistines at home <laughs> tuning into the ship, being like, get to the point, Anthony. Right. We're just free. There is no point. I like talking about cities. When I went first went to San Jose, my mum texts me like, I mean, the AOC is from Applebee's. Right. <laughs> uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, not San Jose, California. My mom was like, why are you staying there for a few days? And I was like, because uh, I like cities. And she's like, okay, fine. Like, no need to. She thought I was being sarcastic. Oh. No, but I actually do like cities. It's like, I was talking about this to a friend of mine at this uh, event that you want me to talk about that I'm avoiding talking about. Take your, you can take your time okay. getting there. Okay, I'll go the long way around. <laughs> Vegas is like a place that shouldn't exist. It is the embodiment of tackiness, but I'm glad it does exist just somewhere far away from me. Like, the world would be, like, if it didn't exist, it would have to be invented. The world would not have existed. Like, sorry, it's like that level of tackiness has to be somewhere. The big gold buildings. Oh, why go to Europe? We've got our own Eiffel Tower. Like the the like we've got everything here in Vegas. Like, but no one should live there. I mean, 
do you not think like when people are like i live in vegas you're like that's not it's not a place to live yeah it's hard to imagine living there especially if you only go for like for trips I've got a friend, oh, well, I've got a few friends there. One works in the entertainment industry, so I can understand that. But that's just basically like being on all the time. So, so I'm not, I, I, I'm, I expected at best Miami would be kind of like that, a place that I'm glad exists, but just far away from me. But I wouldn't mind spending more time on there. So I was originally going to go up with, um, get, a, get a lift with Martha Bueno, um, and Len Ulbricht, the great Len Ulbricht, but was that the secret, the secret guest? It wasn't Michael Malice's secret guest, but, oh. it, but she was Tom Wood's special guest. Oh. But you know, thinking we were meant to drive up on Friday, I extended my um, my stay in Colorado by a day, moved my moved my plane ticket onto Friday instead of Thursday. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I had a hard time getting away from here for some reason. Um, uh, um, and just like, so, as a, but, the, but then Martha Bueno and Lynn Ulbricht uh, went up a day early. But don't worry, they didn't leave me in the lurch. They found someone else to give me a lift. But, um, I'm, uh, but so that was the original plan and that was the after plan. So thanks a lot, Jessica. <laughs> no, it's okay. I got to chill with them. Martha Ben is super fun, by the way. Have you spoken to her before? Just through Twitter. She's she's really great to hang out with. Um, the so so that was so so I got up a late start, and apparently they had all had a they'd all had a great big party Friday night as well. So thanks a lot. I did. You changed it yourself. I didn't tell you to do nothing. Uh, right, okay. You just heavily implied it, like everything else. <laughs> if there's one thing I have to, I hate to wait, mess. It's a party. Remember, no one told you to stay. I was stra I was stranded in Costa Rica, and I almost missed your party. That's true, but you didn't make it right in time. I did. You made it perfect. Time. I was like, I'm not fucking missing that party. Are you glad? Did you have a good time? It's all right. <laughs> There's like some crazy checks doing coke and like uh, body painting. Yeah, but it's just like it was just the pizza wasn't even vegetarian. Like I had a veggie pizza. Oh, you did. Well, I just ate around the pepperoni. <laughs> you should have made the rest. I had like two more pizzas to make, and I didn't make them. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so you had to drive from Miami to Orlando, right? Yes, correct. And then that's when all the trouble began. By the time you got there, yeah, met Michael Bolden from the Tenth Amendment Center. Mike, Mike Mahari again. Yeah, there was just some people hanging around. It was quite special actually because people had come from all over the country, and it was especially special for me because I've been all over the country, so I've got to meet some of these people some places. And like when I never know if I'm ever going to see anyone again when I meet them, like. There's a lot of special people in the community, and it's like. But then there was a whole bunch of them from everywhere. Like, All like country. it was just this big energy field that sucked people in. Why weren't you there? I just didn't plan on going. You had something better to do. I guess. I actually did think about it a couple months ago, but then I just never followed through. Well, I mean, you made a mistake because. I know, because all the cool people were there. And a lot of the uncool people as well. Right. Well, it was all libertarian, so it's all uncool people, right? But... Uh, compared to what? <laughs> <laughs> that is the econom economist's question. Those those of your viewers who don't know me are like... There's probably is, people from your posting. They're, they're, they're like, there's nothing interesting about any of this. I'm having a great time, okay. and I'm interested... Well, some people we are. Should, we have to record their story every weekend. So do we have to? Yeah, unless you want to talk about something else. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for talking about lots of things. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm just listening. Oh, there you go. NC veteran from Twitter. Okay. Oh. Hola. Pump him some likes, people. I hear she's got pull. Forest mommy's got pull. Some reason. I don't know. This is a mixture between a lasso and a fishing rod. 
No, but that's not that's not me. That's not me um waving a lasso around in the air. This is me miming Boris Mommy swinging her bra around her head. <laughs> at her party after she You're takes it off publicly. <laughs> Just like woo. That's what she does. I'm glad you let me know who you are. Thank you. We have int you've interacted from time to time and he saw your post. Cheers, thanks for joining. Do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> more importantly. You're the more famous. You're actually famous I don't and think productive. So. Well, reproductive. I haven't written a book, so. Yeah, but you've got like 16,000 Twitter followers, so. <laughs> True. In the game of life, at the end of the day, you win. So. Well, okay. now, you, now you know him. This is Anthony. Yeah, NC veteran doesn't know me. I feel like that's it. <laughs> I'm leaving this show. <laughs> right. That's good. New fans. I come here. She's she's nice to smile. Look at her patronizingly <laughs> at me. Like, okay, nice. okay, that's, that's enough. Nice, that's enough. That's enough. Thank you. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't want to get um <laughs> me too. Yeah, that's not me too. Especially not. I was swinging from a chandelier. That's my game. Swing from like. But have you ever heard that song, the chandelier? Yeah, song is it Saya? Yeah. How do you fucking pronounce that? I, think I remember. I know because I, like I originally thought it was um, Miley Cyrus, and then it wasn't. It, it was someone else, and I was like, that's why I remember it. It's too, hard, it's too hard to sing for from Riley. All right. Like, try next time you listen to it. Try ah! <laughs> I thought you, I could do it. Oh yes. What do you write about? Um. You should. You should do up one of your books, maybe. Economics and. I want to do more like psychosocial commentary, uh, like psycho, like psychology of politics and sociology even though that's a red word sociology is just like applied marxism for the main part but if it was a real field then so we went to tom woods i got celebrity spotted by a few people uh, which will come as a surprise to everyone watching the live stream because they're like but anthony you're not famous they're famous so um yeah, and it was a great show. I'll tell you what, I'm famous enough that one of the speakers roasted me. So I'm now forever immortalized and commemorated uh, in libertarian history. Because when that shit goes up, people will be like, ha, 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 that was really funny when certainly the speaker made fun of you from the stage. Um, there's like, yeah, I mean, uh, so, so, so that... That's my claim to fame. Um, it was good. This um, had some wine, met some nice people, stayed over an extra night in the hotel. Kind of needed a day to come down from drinks. But I would encourage people to get to as many libertarian events as you can. If you can afford it, sacrifice your children's college fund <laughs> to to come because there's going to be no college in the year 20 future the college is just it's stupid anyway instead as a dodo yeah. so you should go because you'll never like I, i've had people um tell me it just really restored their hope it's so good to know that there's that we're not alone that other people see as they they do that, and you get to feel like a part of something bigger than you are. Like, I've been traveling the country for the last year for those, like, um, the these guys who've never heard of me before and um, going to all sorts of libertarian events. As you can hear, I'm not from around these parts. <laughs> and I've met, um, it's great because you get to meet so many people that just by law of averages, some of them are going to be incredible and it's like I've just got a great network of amazing people because I come to these events. I find people like you, Boris, mommy. 
Come to my parties. Come to your parties. My events are parties, house parties. Yeah. That's what someone said the other day. They're like, Pro protesting doesn't work anymore, so what should we do? And I was like, uh, house parties with our beds. Like, I always loved house parties more than clubs and bars, although mm -hmm. I like they're fun. clubs and bars. Especially now I haven't been in for fucking, I've yeah. been once in the last two years. I wouldn't mind going out clubbing now. Yeah, what is there? What's the what's Denver got to show for itself? Um, there would be two, the one club I would take you to. Well, do you have if you have the card and get in, you have to either be tested or vax. And the other one I went to a couple weeks with my friend or Chloe. I know someone, yeah, yeah, Chloe, who we met, yeah, at your party. And um, we went out, Character. To one, but I think they were going to start requiring it too now. And that was up, it's a goth, it's like half goth bar, half 80s bar, so it's kind of fun, but. That's kind of my thing when I was uh, a teenager. I got really into goth. Yeah. Yeah. Did you wear eyeliner? I did. <laughs> As a hit. I remember once coming into the city and this uh, short ginger girl being like, oh, your eyeliner is perfect, as usual. Were you good at it? Yeah, I was like, was I good at, I was good at applying my Did you put it on your bottom lid? Mm -hmm. oh. yeah, the bottom lid. What other makeup did you wear? Not a lot. I I know I did the I did the white thing, the whole foundation white thing, only a couple of times. Uh, it was for for a Marilyn Manson concert. It was obligatory. Got some yeah. pictures. Do you uh, have the pictures? Huh? I do, but there are actual oh, photographs. Yeah. Remember before technology? Yes. And you had to go develop the shit. I had to develop that shit. I had to develop all of this. This shit doesn't come naturally. It takes a lot of work, doesn't yeah. it? It takes a lot of work to be this. Old. I know, me too. I want to see him with eyeliner. Well, you're just going to have to uh, start a GoFundMe. Should we do it? <laughs> just do it. I don't know. I'm not good at putting it on even on myself. You'll have to do it on yourself. Are you any good at lip gloss, at putting lip gloss on? Yeah. I no, I mean putting it on me. I put it on you. Do you want, it has a color in it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'll get it at home. <laughs> You do, have, you do have to do um, eyeliner now at some point. I guess so. So, so yeah, so we used to go to the goth club, which was once a month, and there was two of them. One was called Bedlam, and the in other Glasgow. one in Glasgow, Glasgow, Glasgow Scotland. Glasgow. The, but sometimes we went to Edinburgh as well, because there weren't that many events. And the other one was called Amethyst, I think. Art. <laughs> like which means it's a am rock isn't it like that? no it may, oh. not amethyst it, it comes from uh, amor um, amor yeah so we go to each of them monthly and then i started going when i was 16 because you only need to be 18 to drink in the uk and i got a fake card and i was always like scared that people would like know that I was underage and judge me. And then you get to a certain age, like 19, 20, and you realize that no one gives a fuck about but you. But these were like proper goths who'd been goths in the eighties. So there was like a lot of like an older crowd and um, keeping the tradition alive. Uh, and then I, around 2005, I think like Nine Inch Nails brought out a new album or something like that. And there was just the swelling of youngsters that came in. And that last, and that was amazing because it made it easier to pull. And then, but it also just, it was some action and liveliness for a couple of years. I'm sure some of the older people didn't like it. But yeah, I also got to see almost all of the most famous goth bands tour on the reunion tour or whatever. But um, for anyone who knows about this stuff, like Sisters of Mercy, um, Susie and the Banshees, um, I saw uh, the cult. Uh, I don't. They're kind of slightly in there. I didn't see the Cure. Um, the Bauhaus did a reunion tour in two thousand and five, and they've never done one since. But um, Susie and the Banshees. Uh, I was. You know, I'm not really sure. No, I think it's like this is like two thousand and three, so I don't think I'd had long enough to go it long yet since being out of school. So. I was working on it. I was working on it. So, yeah, go. I take it to the club, but I don't, know. To the I don't know if they'll let us. Well, they won't let me in. So. 
I'm not faking the fake. I'm not faking the papers. Fuck them. Do you want to? I want to fake the papers. Do you want to? Well, I mean, you're traveling around, kind of like, you know, and that's your livelihood. Me, fuck it. Go. I don't fucking need it. I don't fucking need it. So that's they're true. gonna come after my like real estate license. I'm still. I'm just gonna be like, all right, fucking take it. I don't care. Really. I'm worried, not worried, but I have a feeling that's the next step because they already did it. So the people who license me, they look over the healthcare license too, and they made the healthcare people have to have it. So I'm like, what's to keep them to stop it from the electricians and the real estate brokers and the psychologists mm. and all this stuff, you know? Yeah, even the ones who only see clients over Skype. <laughs> I'll tell you guys a fucking ridiculous story because we like to get ridiculous. Um. I have a friend who works on video sets and she basically she said they all had had to be sent home first because the producer was exposed to someone who tested positive for COVID. But that's not the thing. The thing is an actress almost got in who wasn't vaccinated shock horror against the policy of this company. And she was like, if this actress had come in, the whole design team would have had to go home for two weeks because she wasn't vaccinated. Not because she had COVID or was showing any symptoms of being ill. It's now just being exposed to someone who's not vaccinated. I mean, if the PCR test's so fucking effective, why couldn't they just have given the actress the PCR test and gone, all right, well, you guys are okay. So more nefarious. It's so fucking nefarious. It's like there's this oppression. Or pre the, the sad thing is this friend of mine, um, this friend of mine was like complaining about the actress being unvaccinated rather than the ridiculous policy. I think she was telling me the story to try and ferret out my opinion so she could argue with me, but I wasn't going to give, them this, give her the satisfaction of a good argument. Well, and that's like so dumb to argue about at this point too anyway. So it's like you're basically saying if someone's not vaccinated, they're yeah. automatically sick and spreading crap. And it's like Yeah. And they're not welcome. And, and I thought like the vaccines are supposed to protect people. It just doesn't make any sense anymore. It's just all authoritarianism. Yeah. It's like I don't know how you can have that level of like this is my team. I, I, I'm on team establishment. <laughs> so dorky, like so in what, the worst way. It is. It is. When I was on the left, when I was uh, in my late teens and early 20s, it was all like, the left were all like, fuck the government. Now freedom, live your life, just be happy. Yeah, do whatever you want, as long as you don't hurt anyone. No. Why did you do it? I didn't do it. That's exactly what someone who did it. Although would say. I did vote for Obama. You did. You did. You were part of <laughs> the that. DNC was here in Colorado in 08, and they were like downtown. I wasn't like it was just kind of fun being around all the people, but like, and then they were like, "Yeah, you vote for Obama because I hate war." You know, mm. at the time after coming out of Bush oh, and stuff, yeah. we all hated war. And we thought it was just a Bush thing, or yeah, I did. Uh, I just didn't know enough. I didn't know. I wasn't under Ron Paul and everything, but. I, I feel I kind of saw through Obama. He was exactly what I expected him to be. But um, a lot of people cut Trump a lot of slack for a lot of things. He still sucks. Um, so how did you get? How did you get? If you if if you're not going to bore your listeners because they've heard it a zillion times, how did you get red pilled? Um, I was always anti-establishment on my own young did whatever the hell i wanted for my life because you know that's how you should live and then i think towards the end like the last couple years i was on facebook like 20 like trump time you, i did start seeing all this stuff where it was like they're feeding us they're feeding us and they admitted it they're like oh yeah we use algorithms to change the political wow. outcomes there's two documentaries about it like that Cambridge Analytica thing, the, the actual whistleblower from that was like, oh yeah, we went around the world and we're like helping polit you know, whatever political party win or lose. Like they've been doing it this whole time. And right. then I just noticed the new, uh, the news I was being fed was just like off. Like it wasn't, there was just so much negativity and like 
not real. And then when I would go look stuff up, I'm like, that's not really what happened. And so this happened. Uh, when are we kind of talking? So that that the thing about the like 18, yeah. So like the Facebook algorithms and stuff, you're like, this is this doesn't look good. This is like nefarious. Yeah, we well, like, could tell like everyone. And I was even on Libertarian Anarchist Facebook right before I was off, and I was like, even in that crowd, like I, you could just tell like everything was like. And then I noticed things changing socially, where like things I did in my private life were also getting taken over by like these super far leftist people and turned into something. It's just this. Everything was just turning weird, like, and I'm super open and accepting, and it was like too far, you know mm. what I mean? So, mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Are you analyzing me now? No, I, I was actually just trying to um, think of something funny and absurd to say, like, fuck around and find out, fuck around and find out. Yeah, what, um, like, what took it too far? Was it the thing with the and then insert something? Like, yeah, insert something. What what did they what did they have to insert in order for you to be like, right? That's too far. It's too far. It's too far. I don't know. I just noticed that, like, I'm I've I've said this before on other ones, but I've been like, I didn't know who Jordan Peterson was, and all I was fed was this guy's evil. He's terrible. He's the worst person really? in the world. And then I would talk to a friend of mine, and he was like, I mean, no, like it's. He's not like you wow. know, and I, then I like figured out the whole you know just cleaning the good lessons he has, and right. like, I disagree with him on the kind of shit. But yeah. I'm like, he's not evil. Like they literally were trying to portray him as like this crazy evil person that just tells people to take responsibility. For yeah, I'm like, like, but that makes sense though. Now it does yeah. make sense why they had such a because there was even a friend in real life who like popped up one time and was like, well, I watched this YouTube that said, you know. Jordan Peterson's terrible, and this is a guy who's an anthropologist, right. and this is supposedly smart and whatever, but I'm like, no, like, why can't you just look at how he, he just says take responsibility for it, like, what, why is that a terrible lesson? But then it's like, of course it's a terrible lesson, because you can't have communists if people are responsible for their life Right, and stuff. okay, so the whole point is to make you not um, capable of taking care of yourself, because if you are, then you don't need the government. And you might think for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you've not got much to... Look, see if you're like fucking... If you're like a Swiss Army knife, in whatever situation you find yourself in, there's something you can use useful, you're useful for to someone. You've got tons of skills. You're probably going to have a favorable view of the market, the free market, because you can go out and make money and make stuff happen. And... If you're completely like useless, then how are you going to have a favor favorable view of the free market because you can't make anything happen for yourself on a free market? So they put people through 11 to 13 years of mandatory education. They don't teach them any skills and they go, well, we should raise the minimum wage. How about you had them for 11 to 13 years? Why don't you teach them one fucking thing they could have done that would get them 15 bucks an hour? Like, is that so fucking much to ask? Oh, yeah, it's the lack of minimum wage that's the problem. Um, so it's kind of like, they're, they're, like you said, it's like maybe that, maybe that is what was so bad about Jordan Peterson. It wasn't the fact that he brought facts to feminist issues that weren't real issues because they were lying about figures, but the fact that he had the audacity to say, get competent, get good at life so that when your uncle dies or something like that, you can help arrange the fucking funeral and take the load off everyone else that you know. Um, and and if shit's bad, sometimes it's your fault. Mm. It's your own fault. Oh, you and can't you have say to that. Fix, you, you have to fix shit in your yeah. own heart. That's uh, Havoc was saying how getting a job is what red pilled him, but that's true. Like, that's a good thing. Because I moved out super young and it's like, you work and you make this much money, you have to pay your rent, you have to pay, you know, and like, I didn't have credit cards or any loans at the time, so I was very, like, right. I had very, and it did make you, like, and I worked, and I kind of, there was a point where I was like, man, I'm working my ass off, and kind of felt like a little lefty, like, victimized, but then I, like, stopped that, and I'm like, I I can change my own life, I'm picking, this was, you know, right. mid-2000s. And well, the thing is, they're cute, they keep people in school for longer and longer, they want to do more free school. They keep saying that. Yeah, more free education. Just keep on 
divorcing them from the market. Keep them in university, keep them in college, because then they don't have to work like Havoc did and see how much money the, like, the government is taking out of their paycheck to pay for all this crap. Like, um, it's the, what happened was once upon a time, people were very impoverished. And if you try to tax them 10%, they'd be like, no, fuck you. You're taking food out of my kid's mouth. Like you can't tax me 10% because that's the difference between me actually being able to afford food or not. And then as things went on, people became more and more wealthy. The more wealthy they became, the more the government, the, the bigger a percentage of their income the government could tax without them going, um, oh, no, freaking out. Okay, well, you know what? See, you can take 33% of my paycheck because I've still got a pretty nice house and I can still afford to go out to a restaurant twice a week. And then they hide all the taxes and stuff like that. That, so it's probably more than more like upwards of 50% you're paying when you account for everything. So the government's like, well, what are we going to do with all this money? Well, um, we need to actually not isolate as many people as possible from the real incentives that we're creating here. So I guess, you know, we're going to increase the number of people who work for the, the government. We'll create uh, like an EPA, a Department of Education, create a department of everything. Because the more departments we can create, the more people we can put in government jobs and then they're always going to be fans of the government because they're not going to go, yeah, taxation is theft. That's where my paycheck comes from. And then you obviously colonize all the schools, you buy over the schools and you tell people a version of history where before the government came in, it was just like fucking factories and kids going up chimneys and stuff like that. And if we didn't have the government to come in and provide workplace safety and um, ban child labor that would still be going on now of course if you know anything about economics then you know it's the fact that the industrial process is improving getting more technology created the wealth that people didn't need to send their kids to work anymore um childhood child labor was down 95 percent before it was even banned so then the parents are going to start putting themselves in school. So at that point, well, you need to colonize the school because if you give them a real education, then they'll find out the truth. And then you've still got enough money, I guess, now that they're taxing people up to pay off all the university professors. You don't pay them directly. You just make sure the universities don't get funding. And the university's professors provide the function that the church did under monarchy, like... Um, the church under monarchy was like, oh yeah, the king's got the divine right to rule, right? But instead the university professors come up with these crazy harebrained ideas like, oh, there's a social contract and that's what legitimates government. And they come up with all these reasons why we need government because um, they don't know what the market works like. Like people don't know the market be like that, but it do. Once it was at this humanist... Um, this is my socio. This is my sociology of statism theory, right? Uh, some guy came up to me. He'd been working in the public sector his whole life, and he's like, he's an old guy. And he was like, I think Marx was right, and that capitalists will. And I, like, my first thought was like, how old are you? Like, seriously? But of course he would, because he's worked in the public sector. And they only talk to each other and they build up this big theory that the people who are exploiting each other are out there and we're the good ones. But the only people getting paid in a non-voluntary manner, well, their paychecks, like they wouldn't exist if they couldn't tax people. Their jobs wouldn't exist. It's, it's such flagrant projection. They're the people who are exploiting people. So... So yeah, so as the government got bigger and got hold of more of your money, they could buy off allies. And they can't let anyone get too wealthy because the because when people at the bottom of the economic ladder gain a middle-class income, which they would on a free market, they'll just take their kids out of school and put them in better private schools so we don't need the government for that. Then they'll... Um, They'll buy healthcare over the counter instead of going through this 
um, crazy insurance system. So they don't need the government for Medicare or Medicaid. Then they won't go into the military because they're not looking for free education or opportunities for the government because they can provide for their own um, kids, higher education and training and whatnot. Um, the crime will go down so they don't need many cops. They, do, they don't need all these fucking lawyers and um, fucking actuaries and accountants and all these people who don't fucking produce anything. They just fill up the bureaucracy. So the state, so the, the, the poor don't need the government. The government needs the poor. So as long as there is government, there will always be an underclass in poverty. I forgot when I was talking about everyone that the state um, turns into their vassals, their allies. Obviously, people on welfare. The more people on welfare, the better. We're already in the, your books on UBI. I was like, we basically are in it right now. And, yeah. And like the how I told you the other day, I was like, just on a basic level, a non-economic level of understanding, they can withhold that money from you for whatever ideological reason. And that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're forcing the hand of the private companies to do it. Right. So <sighs> and the last essay in my book, uh, Universal Basic Income For and Against, which you should all read, um, is called Universal Basic Income, um, Utopian Dreamer, Dystopian Nightmare. And it basically predicts that the government will institute UBI and then just basically take a, take it away from anyone that they don't like, like the social credit score. And uh, now, now me and a friend of mine are trying to write a novel based on that idea as well. So um, watch this space. I, I do need to do quite a lot of work on it at the moment because um, maybe fiction can get through to people better than... Um, Facts, because we tried the facts thing. What the facts? Facts are hard. The thing is, as you do, I do. That's someone posted on Facebook. What did they post? Um, what scares you the most? And I said, people were saying all sorts of dumb shit as they do, and I was like, the fact that when you expose people to new information, they don't change their minds. Because the whole concept of the liberal society and democracy was that, well, people can reason, right? That's what came out of enlightenment. People can reason, therefore, they should be entitled to rule themselves and have a say in government and how the society is run. But the thing is, it turns out that people can't reason. Or they don't want to. Or they don't want to. It's too hard to. But the thing is, if someone says, if I put out a position and someone says, that's nonsense uh, here and presents an argument or some evidence that I've not seen before, like that, I can't unhear that. Like that goes on, that will go on in my head for days until I do more research and find out who's right and who's wrong. Like sometimes when people bring me information I've never heard before, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, so... The thing is, I don't know. Like, I don't know what makes me weirdly wired up to, like, I just ha- I just don't like, like, if I say something and someone proves it wrong, I just won't ever say it again to anyone else because it would be humiliating to me to say a position that is false. So you go into the world thinking everyone else is going to be like that, but then you find out that yeah. you're banging your head against a brick wall. Give us your white pills, um, Pet, my friend Hex on here. He now has to test just to go to work. He has to take a test wow. to go to work. Like, why are they making it harder on people who want to work and because, easier on people who don't want to work? Because they want to make everyone poor. They want to make everyone poor. Mm-hmm. That's my view. They got people were getting too wealthy. Um. Hmm. Yeah, so you, you're saying because they want to institute a UBI. Well, I mean, even if it's not official UBI, but like you like it's already dystopia. It is already to me, we are already living through the dystopia where people are having to test for a cold that they aren't even they don't even feel sick. Like with the tests that don't even the tests that aren't even reliable. They we don't know. They're like seventy percent false positive. Yeah, like. We're already, I don't know, I feel like it's there, maybe because it's affected so many of my friends and family already that, like, 
I don't know. I was thinking yesterday, though. So my remember I told you my sister was maybe mm-hmm. a little so she has her job still. And there was a news story yesterday where someone in the district, like, supposedly taped a mask to the kid's face. And I'm like, I don't know if this is true or not, but this I kind of like and someone else called it righteous propaganda. I'm like, yeah, maybe we need our own righteous propaganda right. where we're like, you're abusing these kids and just make it like obvious. Yeah, uh, but it would just have to do fake news. But. It's 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 hard to do it when you're. The thing is, I try and be courteous when I. He says the companies are doing are just leaders with no backbones, and that's for sure. Well, yeah, I mean we've certainly seen a lot of spineless people, but the thing is, they make it like you get blackballed if you don't get along with that. But you'll get a nice t- like. I mean, they could fucking. Um, hire me as chairman of the Fed. Like, okay, right. Let's take your UBI idea. So good at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, right. My first, um, my first act as chairman of the Fed is to abolish the Fed. Thank you all. <laughs> You've been great. You've done such a good job all these years destroying the economy. But like, okay, take someone like me, uh, or. I'm not broke, but I get pretty close sometimes because I travel too much. But um, supposing I'm getting a grand a year from the government, a G. A year or a month? A a month, right. And, okay, so the first thing is people at the bottom of the economic pile, they're going to shut the fuck up pretty quick because they don't want to lose their UBI. But even someone like me, like... Am I going to be live streaming as readily with freaks like you, uh, known subversives like Forrest Mommy? If, yeah, would you like, be as productive? Uh, if they're going to take away, I'd probably be more productive. I'd probably be one of these people who's like, oh, that's good. I can relax now. But that's just me. So in other words, go find my Patreon and donate $1,000 a month. <laughs> you get all of the... You All just have to marry rich. That was yeah. how people did it before. Uh, I think it's 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 easier for a woman to marry rich than for a but but now now women are making more money. I have I have two girlfriends who were paying alimony. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and one do of you them, want, Do you want to be my patron? Yeah, I'll be your patron. Yeah. I'll be your sugar mommy. Hmm. My one friend who are not friends sugar anymore. mommy. Because she lives, she works for the government. She's a judge now, too, on top of it. Ugh. Oh. But she's a black girl, and she had a white husband, and they were divorced, and she was paying. So it was a black girl playing her white husband, 3000 a month in alimony. Oh, that's so a lot. <laughs> I know, but I I'm, like, I'm like, this is equality. We have reached equality. Just think, but just, I know it's like, it's so cringe because it's a black woman, but just this, this is then happening to, like, millions of guys can't even fucking see their kids and still have to pay out the ass. Oh, I know. It's so sad. Alimony and child support. Well, I mean, child support's reasonable. So what you need to do is you need to date a woman who's getting alimony, and so then you're getting that man's money. Oh, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) That is is the dream. That is the dream. (sighs) Right, so you're going to have to entertain them for a while because I've drunk a lot of tea. Plus... (laughs) <laughs> I've done most of the time. Yeah, you did talk a lot. I you're did like talk the a smart lot. one. Right. Let's... Hey, you, uh, you, you've got the looks. I've got the brains. Let's make lots of money. All right. That's the that's our new platform. Um, yes, Havoc, I believe. I mean, that would be... That's how what we're already seeing is money was flying around and the price of everything is going up. So, and the value of dollars going down. I don't know. That seems so simple to us. I'm not super educated either, but you know, when you work and pay bills, it's pretty easy to like figure out. You work so much, you make so much money, and then you so losing a third of the workforce. I know. I don't know um, for the NC veteran. Like, I don't know what's going on other than that they're just printing all the money. I don't understand it at all. It's I don't know. Like, is money even worth anything anymore? Should we pull our money out of the banks completely? Like, obviously have some silver and whatnot, but. I think they could probably hear the toilet. They could probably hear it. <laughs> What's got, what gets you up in the morning? Me? Yeah. Um, friends, my friends. Oh. <laughs> 
your friends get you up in the morning because <laughs> you can't drag yourself out of bed with friends. a little help. Well, just my life. Well, my former life used to get me up all the time. I'd go to yoga every morning. And nowadays, I don't know anymore. That's kind of a hard question. I know. Snap, you chose the wrong state to um, want to do yoga every morning. And well, I could, there are still supposedly some there. But I like the hot yoga. Mm-hmm. And the one I went to, I got for free for five years. Mm-hmm. Talk about working the economic system. I got it for free. How did you do that? I would just wash these towels that they had. And like, That's good. I got yeah, unlimited, too. Unlimited. You're providing a good service. And then they changed it, actually, going into 2020 before the whole, they were like the corporate, because it was Core Power, which is corporate, but it's franchise-owned. And so the corporations were buying up all the franchises back. So then we weren't allowed to put cold towels on people's face anymore because it's not with the corporate thing. And then they ended up not buying it anyways because of COVID and all. It was a mess. I haven't been there since March 2020. Not sad. That and is my, sad. my teacher, I would hire to come to my house, and I could have still went all last year, but he had to wear a mask. And I'm like, I'm not fucking wearing a mask. The whole thing is about so, breathing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I was going to wear it in like a humidified, you know, 100 degree room. So whatever. Oh, no, that sounds absolutely abominable. Yeah, I mean, I did power yoga in Jacksonville. Florida during the pandemic, about five days a week. Nice. And um, something similar in Houston. I like to see your summer dog sometimes. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one getting me to it after this show. <laughs> um, no, I'm not very flexible. Well, my body's not very flexible, but my mind's very flexible. How about that? Your mind is very flexible. Mm-hmm. Someone made a good point that there are so much more of us armed people than the government. Yeah, well, I mean, look what happened in Australia, and guess what? What have they been telling us for years? Well, Australia uh, let the government take their guns, and their guns crimes gone down. Well, now you fucking know. <laughs> what What happens if they take your guns? Fuck around and find out. That's that will be like that's what that's going to be the next step so first they're going to like make a bunch of people poor and dependent right now by making them quit and not be able to lose their job if they don't want the vaccine and then the next step they're going to come to our houses to try to give us the vaccine and that's my end game there like i'm not that'll be mm. my end game but then it'll be guns too it'll mm. be vaccine and guns probably at the same time they'll, they'll come to your house to give you the vaccine but it'll be they're going to come take your guns too and be like well you can have guns unless you take your vaccine whoa shit they might yeah, do that yeah they might do we that. figured it all out here's the thing between me and the forest mommy we know exactly what's going on we've just and now you know what's going on too because we've informed you the problem is what the fuck do we do about it I don't know. We have house parties and do drugs. So you're blonde. I know. I'm yeah. blonde. I don't have to. I, my responsibility. She doesn't have any is, original ideas. I don't have to be responsible. Mm. Mm. That's not a very libertarian outlook. What? To have house parties and do drugs? I mean, to what not else? be very responsible. Oh, well, I'm responsible for me. I can't be responsible for saving the world. Or you think you're, are you, you should mis- be. You already wrote a book and stuff like that. Yeah, I am I've saving done, the world. I've done my best. I'm charge. saving the world by being Forest Mommy on Twitter. She does do pretty good on Twitter. <laughs> I've derived a lot of laughs from interacting with you in Twitter. Oh, really? See, I bring joy to the world. Yeah, there's mostly the people commenting on your posts. But <laughs> no, they're so. I like every single one, even if they're mean or if they're like totally thirsty or totally like. Creepy. I like yeah, you got a new nickname. I did? Yeah. What? You remember? What? You put posted you posted your new nickname on your avatar. What was it? Dusty old skeleton. Oh, yeah. Dusty, Dusty old, old skeleton, skeleton right over here. here. Yeah, why don't you fucking <laughs> eat some cake or something? I'm only skinny there. I'm not skinny anywhere else. As you know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Sorry, I thought you were heavenly implying something there when you said, as you know. Why would, how would I know? I don't know. Um, You've seen me walk. I've seen you, yeah. I I do watch you walk. That's certainly true. Especially away from me. 
So Dusty Old Skeletor right here. Why did that guy say that even? It was so oh he was being he you said, said I, you were simping. He said I was simping for you. And like this is literally after we've hung out. Yeah. And he's like, Well maybe if you stop simping for Dusty Old Skeletor here, That's then crazy. you'd have you'd be getting it in real life or something like that. Yeah. But. That would be good if I was getting it in real life. So the other th <laughs> the other thing, yeah, the other troll, uh, I posted a picture of you and I together. And he was like, she helped. I like the trolls because see if you're funnier than them, you can sometimes win them over. They're just trying to piss you off. I was like, yeah, I don't I don't mess around with fogs. Like, I don't hang out with fogs. I love the fogs. Yeah, you like that, fogs. <laughs> and then she was like, she hot though, too hot for you. And I was like, what's your my at? My at, Anthony Samaroff. It's just, it's my name. Two M's, two F's. Two M's, two F's, and no H in Anthony. Yeah, and that was just a funny, because he was like, she's too hot for you. And I was like, yeah, she's probably just using me for my charm, charisma, and sex appeal. Yeah, that's all it is. You're, you're right. I'm so what, whatever anyone else says, just agree. Whenever anyone tries to troll you, just agree with them. So when I was like, um, had my long hair, someone posted like, Russell Brand really let his, himself go. <laughs> so I replied, it was my marriage to Katy Perry that took it out of me. Make your hair like that. <laughs> yeah, just stress me the fuck out. So whatever they say, just agree with them, and and then uh, uh, eventually I won the troll over by being funnier than him. He couldn't. He, he had. He was destroyed. Yeah. Well, if you don't let him win that, like if you're not upset, just agree and just agree and like I used to say that to my housemate who was getting like he's like. Uh, in his job, like people would be like, "Oh, fuck's sake, George!" Like and stuff like that. And I'd just be like, "See, just be like, yeah, no, I'm just an idiot." Like if you're like, like if, if someone calls you an idiot, be like, "I know, I don't know, I'm fucking retarded." <laughs> just, just agree with them and dial it up one. It works all the time. Some advice that I was online early too, like early mid thousands. You know, people call you ugly, and I'm like, oh, no, I know what I look like, and you know, like you know, objectively, people, objectively, when people are like mean online, you know, they're the like the tens judging the fours. Showing my like profile, they would look at how adorbs this face is. <laughs> so you're great. You're the bestest friend ever. I know, such a great friend. I'm so glad to be your friend. <laughs> uh, I know these people are like um they just they, they they're just frustrated because they can't get you or anyone else into bed. That's true. Yeah. And I'm pretty fucking easy, so you have to be pretty like terrible. <laughs> just yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, we can call it. Are you good? It's almost yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's good. We'll call it. Okay, we'll call it. We'll talk about all the nasty, uh, raunchy stuff next time. Yeah, so we'll put it on your podcast. If you want to hear about um, all the really interesting stuff. The mile high stuff. Because <laughs> Colorado's a mile high or something. I'm guessing yeah, Denver. Denver. I'm guessing. So we're even higher than a mile. High we're right even now. higher than a mile. Okay. Um, <laughs> they certainly think we're high at home. So anyway, if you want to hear all the fun stuff, subscribe to Forest Mommy's YouTube channel, and that way you won't miss it. Oh, I saw that on your YouTube channel. You've got like some playlists now. Oh yeah, I yeah. Did. I set that up. Someone, yeah. taught, someone taught me how to do that. Yeah. She's got she's got playlists, so you can watch all of her shit. Just click on that. And I'm gonna make more. And she's gonna make more. More live streams too. Yeah. Get, it with, won't be all in person. I'm with, so lucky because you're here with me yeah. in person. But with um, more interesting and high-profile guests. Whatever. You're so famous. Hitting on females on the internet is weird to me. It's only weird if you're weird at it. Oh, if, the simping. If you cross. I love it. I love being hit on. So you heard it's it like a way of communi well, especially when you're good with flirting and mm. banter, then it's just communication, you know. Yeah. But there are some people who are weird online, but then like you just make fun of them. So Yeah. I got some uh I got inbox with some nice breasts this week. Oh nice. You know, this weekend while I was away. Nice. Yeah. They look pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> Not as beautiful as yours. <laughs> <laughs> so 
flirting on the internet, leave it to the professionals. That's my advice. Or you can flirt for us, mommy, and she'll help hone your she'll, she'll 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 be your dating coach. Yeah, you can. We should have a whole. I well, I wanted to do that a live stream a... with like people asking relationship questions. Oh, let's. We should do that. You want to do that? I'd love to do that. All right. I've got a playlist. If you want to, if you want to know the content I'm most proud of, you can go on YouTube and type Anthony Samarov how to talk how to make small talk and there's a 17 video long playlist they're only about 10 minutes each on improving your social skills so that's and my some thought. of them you can see has a long hair yeah when i was uh when i had long hair shall we shall we close yeah, it you have to hit it twice bye everyone thank you bye everyone